and welcome back to the Made to Last podcast. It's your host, Leah. And Meg. And we have a very special guest who is a creative director. Kurt. Kurt! Yes. We We have been talking about Kurt. Little drops here and there on the podcast for a few times, right? Yeah. We just casually bring up his name and are like oh yeah Kurt that really cool like video guy who's like super talented that we did a wedding with one time and Asia man we know man bun he's got that cool man bun shaved on the sides glasses just such a good personality and we did a wedding with him back in November and Mm -hmm. really ever since then we've just been like we need him on the podcast this man we were having dinner during like the little break that vendors get and we were like yeah, this conversation needs to be documented. Yeah. So here we are, it, finally. It kind of happened out of nowhere too. Like, yeah. um, we were just having a conversation. It just kind of flow, and I it was did. like, it might be a good, you know, this is a good podcast. What we're talking yeah. about right yeah. now. So. And then we're like, well, we have a podcast, so come then, on, yeah, it. Come let's on do it. it. Yeah. So well, I'm then. like, okay, let's jump into it. Give me a time yes. and, and place, and then. Well, we'll you did it. not forget because you messaged me. It was a few weeks ago. It was yeah. recent. And you were like, so what happened about the podcast? Yeah. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I was like, like, we're sorry. We should have reached out to you earlier. No, we're, we're here now. It's February. And we just cannot wait to just have a nice, deep conversation with Kurt. He's going to tell us a little bit more about yes. his life, how we got into um, just this creative industry that is videography, cinematography, photography, whatever, all of those things, the wedding industry. Creative And arts. just, yeah, it just... Have a nice conversation. We have questions laid out that we're so excited to know the answers to, and and so to be excited. honest with you, uh, like the questions, I know you sent it to me, but um, I kind of skimmed through it, so I didn't. That's really, okay. Like, but I just want <laughs> to go in a mindset. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I don't want to like spark other conversation. I was sitting down. What should I say on this one? You know what? I'm just, just gonna, gonna let it. I feel like know, it's just nicer it to send some questions beforehand to be like, listen, like. Here's just a little, yeah. Some yeah. of the ideas we might ask to, you to get me yeah. ready, but I think those questions are predominantly I could answer it from the heart. Sure. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's not like a calculus equation where I need to, you know. Um, no, no calculus here. <laughs> yeah. Where I need to memorize a certain formula or <laughs> right, something. <right>. So <laughs> it just needs to be from the heart and authentic. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, which by the way, I mean the first question: Who are you at your core, Kurt? And mm. give us some background on your early life. Okay, well... Um, First of all, how old are you? I'm 28. 28, okay. 28, okay. got kids, um, about to be married next okay. year. Oh my gosh, so, congrats! Oh, you shoot my, uh, my wedding photography. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Um, but early life, I grew up in the Philippines. It was oh, wow. a very okay. um, harsh space. I've kind of seen how people live um, when they don't have nothing. Right. Um, and it, it's really easy for, uh, I kind of see the difference between there and here where mm-hmm. here they kind of worry about a lot of things that, that is very, um, how am I going to say this small and, oh, yeah. they, you know, things about Just worrying minuscule, about like random everyday things that people yeah. complain about. Yeah. And then, and then you, I, I look back home and then I see the course of, um, uh, course of events that had happened yeah. um, back home and I see people don't have anything to eat and yeah. work so diligently and work really hard to uh, 
be able to eat. And life there is really simple. Yeah. You know, so I kind of take that um, uh, to me when I uh, went here. Um, I was born here, but I was raised there. So it's kind of like the okay. opposite. Okay. Oh, you were born here? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. And then I was raised there, which is kind of no like... No kidding. Yeah. The opposite of a lot of people. Because right. some people, were born there and then they're yeah. raised here. Yeah. My parents kind of like put me in a box and kicked me out of the plane and kind of like, okay, you're going to the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I'm just kidding. No, no. Dropped you off. Not <laughs> falling all the way down. <laughs> oh, no. Um, in a helicopter. But my core... <laughs> um, there's different elements and components, mm-hmm. and I was thinking about this because um, there's not just one thing. Um, I have core values that I stand sure. by, and that's kind of like my foundation in how I lead my life. Yeah. Um, and I added, there's actually four, but I added another one recently just because I'm a new father. Mm-hmm. And I think... Congrats. Uh, thank that's you. That's a big thing. I appreciate it. <laughs> it's actually tough. I, oh, yeah. I see, we see this all the time happening, right? Like. Mm-hmm. You know, you two strangers fall in love and mm-hmm. they have a kid and mm-hmm. it's never a secret. No. Um, but then you go through it. It's actually, why no? Why did anyone not tell me how hard it is? I know. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like the first few weeks, you don't really get any sleep. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like a walking zombie. Right. At one point in time, I was like trying to get a coffee, right? And just so tired. I put the, co- the mug upside down and just kept pouring coffee mindlessly. Oh and gosh. it started pouring. Stop. Yeah, so it, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a but, big life change that I just don't think... Um, well, first of all, I don't think you can ever be fully ready for what's yes. going to happen. And people ask us all the time, like, so when are you having kids? Are those? Oh, and we're kind of just like... We don't know, and it's God's plan for us. Like whenever mm-hmm. that happens, that it happens. But um, it's such a big life change, and we don't know if we'll ever be like one hundred percent ready, like all the time. But it'll happen when it happens. But it is such a big change. Like it I is. see friends and family, and um, it's a lot. I mean, you're literally yeah. giving up so much about your day to day life and that selfishness that we all have, like with like our order that we do every day and then yeah. giving it to a child. I, I'm glad you said that because yeah. uh, that's one big part that I realize it's not, I'm not doing this just for me anymore. Right. Um, so a greater purpose now it's a greater purpose. Literally the selfishness of it, it kind of fade away. Mm-hmm. It's more of like, I need to do this. I always ask myself, what does my son, um, see me as Mm -hmm. you know and i want to portray myself as someone that he could rely on right that he could um i could be uh there for him and he could look up to me and um i want to uphold that as the standard you know um but my values my core values are number one is service Mm -hmm. second is love Mm -hmm. third is gratitude um the fourth is integrity and the one that I told you that I just yeah, recently added is <laughs> leadership. Nice. Because, because um, you All know... All these I big to... new roles you're taking on. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. we just recently also um, tr- uh, is trying to expand on on um, the Keylight Media, yeah. the company that I have mm-hmm. built. Mm-hmm. And I figured that one of the biggest thing that hurdle for me to overcome is how do I manage this group of people um, in the advantage to help them because the mission of the company is to provide a home for creative mm-hmm. that exemplify respect, uh, mastery, um, and honor 
mm-hmm. through delivering world-class mm-hmm. wedding cinema mm-hmm. and um, a photo as well. Amazing. So that's that's kind of like where it stems from, yeah. you know, the last virtue. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. It's like you're, as you grow up, I feel like your values, some of them might not change at all, but you might get those newer roles and newer values that you live by. So yeah, I feel like being like in charge or the boss of any business it's Uh like having that as a core value though is like being a leader and a friend but also a boss to the people you take on i think is huge yeah like what's what's your core values you both my core values my i grew up um catholic i'm still catholic and Really, what my dad has always taught me and my mom is it's uh, faith, family, and finance and friendship. I guess that's like the four Fs that they've always said to me. So I feel like I always think about those in the back of my mind. It's always like, it kind of goes with service, like with faith and also just like kind of Hmm. taking each day one step at a time and thinking of that greater purpose and kindness and doing all the things like through my faith, but then also family is definitely like a core value of mine. I really respect my family. I am close with my family. And so I think when I do have my own family with my husband, I want to do that same thing and have that connection. Like we have dinners where no phones, <laughs> no devices, and yeah. we're giving each other our full attention. Like the good old days. Like the yes. good old days. Yes. Any other you know, social media and all the things that come with technology. So I think it's just kind of rooted in how I grew up and making sure I keep with those values even when I get Mm -hmm. older and become a mom. And so family's huge for me and they're always in the back of my mind and my inspiration for a lot of my, what I do. And then finances. I mean, my dad's just like super into making sure you're building a life and having a job that you can maintain, but also when you want to retire, you have that back up so you can have a good retirement. That's a huge takeaway for me. Like, um, usually it's overlooked, but when you said finance, it's like, Mm -hmm. hmm, very, very... Budgeting, like all the things (laughs) that I can be doing right now in my mid-early 20s that I can hopefully when I'm 50 be like wow I'm so thankful that my 24 year old self and same with my husband like we took the action early on because now it's finally paying off and Mm. we don't have to scramble and we can do more of what we enjoy Mm. and adventure more do more traveling and I know that's kind of cliche like when people are like I'll do everything when I'm retired I don't really (laughs) see that being like the the center of what I mean I'm just more saying like I just want to be able to have a very smooth retirement. Mm. And I want my kids to also be, yeah. you know, in a good place too, mm. growing up. So that's big for me. And then what was the fourth one I said? Uh, or the, yeah, the fourth one I said. Finance. Faith, and family, finance. Friends. friends. I love my friends. Yes. I just, I always have them close <laughs> to me. We, yes. ha- we hang out all the time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a season in my life that I'm really developing new relationships with people. I mm. put myself out there with being in the photo industry Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. I'm finally like getting my circle of people that actually like are coworkers essentially, but like they're also really good friends and we go out for drinks or I have them over or I do a podcast Mm. with them, you know, it's just just like, (laughs) that's kind of my core values. I would say, gosh, you guys, um, my cheeks are red. (laughs) (laughs) I, 
I feel like my brain turned off. I can't think of words. Um, <laughs> but you got. I'm going to bounce off of Leah's. Mm-hmm. Please bounce. I think the biggest one for me at now in my stage of my life is finance. I stress so much about finances mm-hmm. and just where we're going to be 10 years from now and how the world's going to be. And I just, I think about it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so just being more cautious with that, I feel like I'm trying to be more aware of those things. And like growing up, my family, like, I mean, we, we did well, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Um, I'm very grateful. Like I don't have any college debt. My dad was mm-hmm. able to save and he was able to give me that opportunity. And I think about that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I bring myself down and I'm what like, there's no, you that, what like, a relief it is for that. me. But then I think I'm like, that's going to be impossible for me to right. provide that for my kids one day. So just like that just like consumes my life right now, I feel like. So I don't know. Finances, family, just being aware and grateful, like what they've done for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a fancy word, but <laughs> I don't know. Family's big for you. I know. Like you're, and that's the to... thing. I don't show my emotions to them at mm-hmm. all. We don't show emotions very well, but deep down, I hope they know how grateful yeah, you... I am. But um, they're very sarcastic over there. Yes, Leah met my family like twice now. I they were think. sarcastic to me, and I yes. like, just met them. And I'm like, I'm like, Dad, don't say anything weird or rude to Leah. And he's like, We'll see. <laughs> so that's that's me. That's my family. Yeah. Well, um, you could add gratitude there now too. There you go. There you gratitude. Go. Yeah. Gratitude, family finance. Family finance. That's beautiful. beautiful. Perfect. Um, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. You so you were born here, mm-hmm. and then you went to the Philippines mm-hmm. and were raised. When did you come back here? I was already 18. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm already at that point of life where I've already had uh, set values and, um, you know, at a certain milestone, right? Mm-hmm. From you were a kid and, you know, you grow up teenager mm-hmm. years and young adults and whatnot. Wow. Um, I've already established a very collective um, sense of uh, um, virtues, I guess, mm-hmm. um, with people. And because they're very collective there, mm-hmm. um, when we the 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 way the social uh, dynamic is set up, especially when you're in school, is quite different than here. Yeah. Here, well, this one good example is like when you go to um, uh, college mm-hmm. here. You're the one that moves around and go to different yeah, rooms, right? right? Okay, it's yeah. cam class of room uh, 1105. Okay, where's that at? You're <laughs> yeah, just kind of like yeah. mindlessly, oh, it's right there. You go there and you... So you, you're, never, you're never in one place yeah. and you're continuously moving. In the Philippines, you are... Um, you have one classroom for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. great thing about that is you build that uh, connection with other people. That's it's like my grade school. My like, grade school yeah. is just like that. Just like that? Yeah. That's awesome. That builds really strong connection with people around you. And at yeah. the end of my uh, high school year, I know everyone in my batch, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. So um, that's kind of like where it stemmed from. Friendship is really very huge here. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like when I came here, it's a huge um, uh, culture shock mm-hmm. because everyone kind of like 
running on their own pace. Mm-hmm. And you, friendship is uh, big in the U.S. You're saying, um, or in the Philippines? In the Philippines. In the Philippines. Yeah. Here, it's quite hard to find right. people you can vibe yeah. with. Yeah. You know? And trust. And I feel trust. like sometimes people yeah. are like, you want to be friends with them, but you're like, I feel like they might stab me in the mm-hmm. back. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know. Just no, like, no, no. Honestly, trusting you just don't know if they're using you almost. Yeah. You know. And and it's very predominant in uh, this kind of society because. Uh, you know, everyone wants to get ahead in life. Yes. So everyone are willing to cross that boundary Mm -hmm. and be fake. Do whatever they can. do whatever they can. Get a reward. I was just watching, it's the show, The Morning Show. Mm -hmm. I'm on season two of it. It's with Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, Steve Carell. And basically it talks about like what goes on in the news industry of like how much kind of backstabbing or inappropriate relationships go on just so they can move up and how like the higher up people literally kind of encourage it they're not going to get people in trouble for that it it was very interesting though because it kind of goes along with that same idea it's like man some people and i've kind of cut those type of people i feel like out of my life but some people will literally use you or do whatever it takes to just the status is higher it's amplified or they have more everyone just wants more and it's so mm. yeah exhausting it's, it's quite hard too because for for men we we um we chase that mm-hmm. status mm-hmm. um specifically because when when you are a man you are the pillar of the household mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. the one that protects your your you know family sure yeah. and um having a status in a in a very um uh capitalistic uh you know society you need to have status so that you could feed your family you know especially in the creative field right you need to stack merits in order Mm -hmm. for you to Mm -hmm. be noticed and to get jobs and work exactly you know um and it's quite hard to get that authentically without you know and my my way of approach to it is um you know i i looked at it and i want to build long-lasting relationship Mm -hmm. um and I, if if you wanna join the cost, cool, great, and I'll help you too. It's an even, you know, mm-hmm. distribution mm-hmm. of of give and take. Right. And I think um, that's the most sustainable way I could go for it in this kind of setting. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. With with clients, like we always say, and we have a podcast episode that we might want to do in the future. Future, but. Um, how to make a lasting impression with your clients because mm. made to last, you know? Yeah, little, made to little, last. <laughs> a little nod at that. But, um, little job. Yeah, little job. <laughs> had, had to put that in there. Mm-hmm. No, but truly, like, I think it's so important with the people you work with and your clientele to um, make that lasting impression in a good way and make these actual connections that are, aren't fake and aren't surface yeah. level, but yeah. actually, like, no, I would love to photograph your family for many years because... Like, I care as much about that and making these moments yeah. for you and creating that mm. um, work for you to hang on your walls or make albums with or whatever. And mm. so um, I think that's a big part of, like, why I yeah. love photo. And it just seems like you can really be yourself and you can be yeah. authentic and create the brand that you want to project, yeah. you know? Yeah. Early, early in my career um, as a filmmaker, I was trying to figure out 
what's a course for me and I kind of started video very very late mm-hmm. I was already 20 years old I just I'm just lost I didn't oh, know oh it's so late in life Kurt oh, oh yeah oh my god <laughs> 20 but, years old uh, you know people started yeah. like they're no, 18 right, and right. stuff it's intimidating uh, and it's very intimidating I started off as um, mechanical engineering in, in so uh, my husband does mechanical yeah. engineering yeah. <laughs> but I hated lab yeah. Yeah. so I'm like yeah, this is sure. not for me yeah. so I decided um, you know what uh, let me go ask my mom and see because I'm just lost I don't know mm-hmm. what to do mm-hmm. and my mom was like why don't you become a nurse, yeah. uh, <laughs> nurse. I, I can take you in <laughs> very quickly I know people I have connection I have connection so you know, with that literal yes. accent right yes, there so, so, so I'm like Okay, you know what? I want to give it a try. Yeah. So I got my CNA license, oh, right? You're no oh, kidding. my gosh. Yeah, certified, you know. Wow. If anyone perfect. pass out here, right? <laughs> you know how to I save got us. you. Thank <laughs> God. Perfect. Okay, that's great. Oh. Good so, to know. Uh, add that on your website for people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, literally. literally if if every, something, something goes down at a wedding, Kurt is there. I got it's you. Like his little kit, his first yeah. aid kit that he brings with. Oh, I love it. Oh, that's oh my hilarious. Gosh. But didn't last way. And, you know, so I got my CNA, uh, CNA license, yeah. and they took me to a nursing home just to get experience. Mm-hmm. Gee, nursing home, you take care of old people, mm-hmm. right? And lasted three days. Oh. And I ran off. Like, it's not for me. And the way it happened is quite funny. Let me tell you why. So um, we went to this room and that I'm watching, and this old guy had this bag, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This bag kind of exploded. And if you know what I'm oh, talking no. oh, about, gosh. that bag is... Is that what he poops in? Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. That's what <laughs> yeah. And they're like, Kurt, clean it. <laughs> oh, and I was like, okay, I'll be right back. Didn't know what to do. My whole instinct, I'm not even thinking. Oh my gosh. I immediately went to the exit and Stop. never came back. <laughs> I came home that night. My mom was oh, like crying. And now you have a baby and you do it on the daily. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so now you're changing poopy diapers. But it's different when it's your child. It's different. Oh, yeah. so, That's um, hilarious. You just want I went, a movie. <laughs> you're like, okay, bye. I'm I scared. went home. My mom is crying. Oh, you're embarrassing me. Oh, oh I, put, I put a, a, a good word for you to my, to my supervisor. And this is what you do to me. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, I'm going to die. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh, that's like literally from a movie. No, that right? Yeah. That like could be an, the bag like, explode. Yes. That like, could be a skit. Honestly, yeah. I'm gonna. Say. It literally could. Walks right out that door, never comes back. Mm. That's. And funny. then I started doing business, and I loved it. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Mm-hmm. I was. I am two semester away from finishing it. Oh my gosh! So you're in school right Yay. now? No, I no, I didn't finish it. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. I didn't because but you got um, like the ground like the foundation the of foundation it. Okay. of it because the last two is predominantly um, tailored for when you are working for the man gotcha and I didn't not like want entrepreneurship oh. that's not yeah. like the life that I want right. to you know go for yeah so as soon as I got all of the the nitty gritty of like how macroeconomics micro um, fundamentals of accounting from yeah. tax to uh, managerial uh all of those things, I felt that I'm already equipped to tackle the real world. I mm-hmm. just need to find what I'm interested in doing. Right. And I was doing a lot of workout back in the day, so I would record myself to see my progress mm-hmm. um, and the editing part of the video and how this could just go in different mm-hmm. ways just mm-hmm. you know, enticed me 
and um, that's the start of the video career you know nice. i just decided you know this is what i want to do for the rest of my life that's great so here i am so that's kind of how you stumbled into it mm -hmm. awesome um meg do you have any questions out of this because i have like something that i want to say um you can say <laughs> if it goes off of what he just said <laughs> okay then you do that okay i'll do that um so when we knew we wanted to have Kurt on, of course, you know, I did some digging on Kurt, got all, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I went through like his Instagram and kind of like just saw a little bit about like his work and more about um, his company. Mm -hmm. And something that I saw, which I kind of like laughed to myself um, from was a post you had on May 6th, 2021. Mm -hmm. It was a video of you and you kind of just had a video saying like, hey, this is the new journey I'm going to be on. And I don't know if you know which video I'm referring to, but I you're sitting do, down yeah. and you're talking directly to the camera as if it were like a YouTube video or something like yeah. that. And um, I listened to it and I was like, oh my gosh, that date looks very like similar to when I kind of made a shift in my life towards mm -hmm. photo. And so I look back at my post because you know I posted something about, oh, and Sirens are going off. Um, <laughs> you know I posted something about when I was making that same change, and I looked on my Instagram, scrolled down, and mine wasn't a video, but it was a picture, and then a post where it's like, I'm quitting my 9-to-5 job to pursue this on like a deeper level, and um, it was only a month later that I had posted that from when you posted it. So mm -hmm. it was like June 2021 where mm -hmm. I had posted Wild. that, and I was like, oh my gosh, so crazy. Remind like, me again, what's the context of that message again? Like of mine? Or, uh, um, of the one that you saw, May 6. It was, it was basically describing how like I'm taking on this new journey of filmmaking mm. and um, cinematography. And I don't know if you had like a long caption or not, but it was basically just telling your page, you know, this is mm. something I'm pursuing and I think you were going more full time with it, maybe. Mm. I oh, no, wrong. no, I was. That, um, that might have been like the main giveaway is like you were mm. going more full time at that time. I finished... Uh, filing my LLC um I think I think May 26 okay when I okay. receive it mm -hmm. but I already so that was on okay so yeah. that that time oh it's very uh, I'm anxious about it mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so I didn't know if this is a right course of action in my life but I know when I'm trying to make a decision I always try to think in two ways is it logical sure yep. and how does your heart feels about yeah. it yeah so when it's logical and it's saying yes but your heart doesn't feel yes good about it you don't don't make it you know right. yeah don't go that route mm -hmm. but if your heart feels good about it and your heart couldn't grasp it, it mm -hmm. doesn't line up mm -hmm. yeah do it right. otherwise yeah and if both are saying yes, well, that's the best time to do it. Mm -hmm. So at that point in time, I couldn't really grasp how this is going to go. Exactly. But my heart is telling me you have to go. And that's exactly yeah. how I felt. Yeah. Like, And I made a video on my phone at that same time. Um, it was not a pretty video because I was kind of in a low place in my <laughs> mm -hmm. life where I was doing interior design. Another connection Megan and I have. Mm -hmm. um, but I was doing interior design as my full-time job. And I was just at such a low point because I wanted to pursue photo and again, I did it. I knew it could be something so much greater. I just needed the time for it. And my heart was telling me my mind, it like aligned. And it's just so funny. I, I had that like little, yeah. I had that ex same experience. Same experience. Where I just, and, and it was very hard too, because my family does not come from a very creative background mm -hmm. whatsoever. And so even some of my friends, I mean, some of them are creative and stuff and they were helping me get through that time. But my family was very much like, you do occupational therapy why don't you do this so i understand where you're coming from and you're like mm. no 
can't yeah. you just believe me that I can do this? And then it really took just me convincing myself and convincing other people, yeah. like, watch me do this. Sometimes type of you have to be your biggest fan. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. And going off of that um, uh, uh, conversation, I just want to add into it. Like, so Megan here, right? Has <laughs> me, a, right. Oh, has a full-time job, <laughs> yes. but yeah. really... Like, the creative field is calling you. It really is. Every right? day. It's like Megan, every day. Megan, Megan, I, <laughs> Megan, come join us. Um, no, I think about it every day. And I know at some point in my life, I will do photo full-time. Mm. Whether it's when I'm a few years married or something, I don't know. But I know one day I'll do it. But it's terrifying. And I, mm. have, this, I have this guilt for it because of school. And, like, I went to school right. for design. And, like I said earlier, my dad was able to, like, provide mm-hmm. that for me. I just, I have this guilt mm-hmm. deep inside me that the day I do do that or if I do that, I just know I'll have a little bit of guilt. Mm-hmm. But um, but it's, it's hard. It's, it's funny you say that because um, my takeaway from what you just said is, like, you you have this under your belt. So, <laughs> therefore, it would be a waste if you just jump on board in a new venture yeah and not do anything with the thing that you've already poured you yes a lot yeah. of effort that's called in business it's called sunk cost fallacy oh so write that down ladies oh, and write, that, write down. that down okay so <laughs> a lot of people doesn't change because they put so many effort so much effort mm-hmm. into um uh already going to this direction yeah so let's say if I'm a nurse and I'm already like half, halfway in, you know, mm-hmm. like I'm almost done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the mind tells you like, okay, well, it's it would be a waste if you just, you know, cut throw it, it now away. and throw yeah. it all away. Yeah. Just, you were supposed to do this for 10, 15, 40 years. Who yeah. Knows, you know? yeah. And now you're just quitting now. But then mm-hmm. you have this calling inside of your heart where it tells yeah. you like, go this route, go mm-hmm. this route. And mm-hmm. it bugs you every single day. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, and that sunk cost fallacy is gonna allow you to just keep working on the space that you you have worked on just because you you poured your um, your heart and soul into it. Yeah. But I think the biggest regret is not being able to do what your heart tells you to do. <laughs> Kurt, I know <laughs> this is so hard. You know no, 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 no. I, I I'm not giving you a, like pressure here. No, like, you're I, inspiring <laughs> me. But, but here's the thing too, Meg. You I think will fully know when it's the right time and. Mm-hmm. Your interior design background, who knows? Maybe in the next few years, you'll be able to like wrap your brain about something that you didn't even think about was possible yeah. that bridges the two together. Um, yeah. You know, whether it's like going the studio route and creating this beautiful space for other, whatever yeah. it is, you maybe still will use that, um, that uh, education yeah. that you poured yes. into in a different That's way, true. you know? Yeah. Because you're in a, you're in a creative arts, I mean, architecture, mm-hmm. um, interior designs. That's the yeah. components of compositions and photography. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and we talked about this. Yeah. How so they bridge. They so all they collide bridge. together. Mm-hmm. They bridge. Yeah. And I'm, I'm actually happy I did business because it bridged too. You know right. what I yeah. mean? So right. well, it's, it's never a waste. Yeah. It's actually your superpower. True. Hey, you're <laughs> a superwoman. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt is so inspirational. Yeah, oh, thank God. you. <laughs> Kurt said before this that he might be starting a podcast. So, I mean... Watch out. 
Mm-hmm. Watch out. He's we coming. Might be li- I mean, who knows if he'll be up by the time like we... We'll, we'll, we'll leave all his stuff below, but... Definitely. Yeah. Um, that's exciting. I will definitely be tuning into that <laughs> yes, if please. you do start a podcast. <laughs> that's going to be a must for sure. So... Um, Follow me on Instagram, yeah? Kurt the Barbarian. That's D A, not T H E. Kurt D A Barbarian. Perfect. Um, Give him a follow. Him, yep, just putting little, it in there. Little questions <laughs> from your list. Maybe? I was going to take one from our list. Yeah. Um, so, how did you actually learn video? Did you take classes? Did you do it all yourself? Did you reach out to people? How mm. did you kind of figure out your way? Uh, well, at the very beginning of it, it was just YouTube University, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. just pulling all the information from YouTube. But then I uh, started to do workshops on storytelling, composition, yeah. lighting. Um, and it kind of uh, gave me a better understanding of how I should um, compose each and every work that I do that would be beneficial for people that would give value for them and would help them in their brand. Yeah. Uh, Cause video is a motion picture that, you know, we see it in ads and everything yeah. and it conveys a lot of emotions. So I want to be able to provide value. And the question is, how do I do that? Um, so I started digging and um, mastering my craft and just honing in into mm-hmm. that. And even up to this point, I'm still a student of it, you know, mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just so much yeah. yeah there's so much into there's it so much to uh to learn um but there are a few heroes of mine that i always um i wanna you know that i like their style mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, i took one of their courses and then awesome. gravitated towards that went to different seminars and different um yeah uh, uh what do you call this events in which i could grow and learn mm-hmm. more about the craft mm-hmm. so yeah that's amazing i did the kind of the same thing like i found people i really gravitated towards and either liked the way they ran their businesses and taking a course and kind of making that leap um for other creatives or for other creatives that put themselves out there and Mm -hmm. make courses and stuff it was such a good experience for me Mm -hmm. like it made me seem in control of like educating myself on my own time but also like oh my gosh i'm sorry guys um, I'm paying for this course. Pizza's here. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza's here. Um, that happens literally too often. It'll probably happen again. Yep. But, um, uh, yeah, I just, you learn a lot cause you're like, wow, I'm like literally pouring my own money and mm-hmm. funding for my own, um, creative endeav- endeavors. And it feels so good when you do that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's important when you're giving your time and money and energy towards a course, you're like, gosh wow i really really believe yeah. in myself mm-hmm. and i want to pursue this this makes me think that this is a good idea mm-hmm. it, it's you want to spend more on your personal development mm-hmm. than the mm-hmm. equipment they, yes yeah. Well, yeah equipment matters yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but if you don't know how to use it right i mean what's that you know it's gonna useless. do for you it's useless it's absolutely useless yeah um let's see here kind of dives into the next one yeah it really does you, you set us <laughs> up for the next one i am fascinated by your gear work ethic and success in the industry what does a week in the life look like for you mm. Get well it kind of changes week in the life. yeah it kind of changes yeah. now season to um, season i'm trying to too. create a structure with the way with how things are going so i need to be able to manage work and life mm-hmm. all at the same time mm-hmm. 
So um, when I got this studio, I want to be able to just work there nine, you know, a regular uh, nine to five, um, and you know, cater to my family afterwards. Right. So like maybe Monday, Tuesday, I would work um, from nine till five, and then um, Wednesday and Thursday, I leave early so I could spend time with family, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I just kind of want to create that stru- uh, structure where um, I could spend time at work and move the needle forward in mm-hmm. that one, mm-hmm. but at the same time, taking care of the relationship I have with my family mm-hmm. and not have it to see it come yeah, crashing yeah. down. Yeah, focusing on that and not like... I feel like everyone has that work-life balance that they're always juggling, but it's mm-hmm. like if you set the right restraints or whatever and commit to like okay well um like megan was telling me earlier she's like yeah i guess wednesdays are dedicated to family and kurt's life oh here we go again sorry guys (laughs) um but um i'm like that's so great like that you are like you know taking those extra steps to be Mm -hmm. like nope i it's so important to me to spend time and i think sometimes people forget that it's hard because it's self-inflicted yeah yeah. So yeah. Um, when you go to work, you have a set schedule from nine to five. You mm-hmm. know exactly what you need to do, tasks that needs to be done. But if you're doing it and you're a solopreneur, mm-hmm. especially a lot of mm-hmm. entrepreneur out there, it's hard to um, get yourself to follow yeah. a, a structure. Yeah. Um, because if you don't really have a structure, whatever you're trying to do, it's there's going to be a point in time where you're going to crash. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and that crash is probably too hard when when you crash and you don't have a structure everything comes falling down falling right. down so yeah. like even if i don't feel good i know i'm gonna go to mm-hmm. work nine to five and no matter what what it is that's my day that's the yeah. structure yeah. I laid yeah. out for myself yes um so that's kind of like day in my life um we can go deeper into it uh but i think it's a boring you know <laughs> operational work you know yeah, what sure. goes on a daily sure. day basis yeah. but that's kind of like the structure I have uh, mm-hmm. as of now. That's great. Yeah. That's great. How long have you had this studio? Oh, honestly, it just started January 1st oh. of this year. Oh, so, really? Okay, yeah. so at the time we talked what? at the... Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, at the time of the wedding that we were shooting together, um, were you just looking at studios or were you in the process of renting out that space or like getting that ready or what? I, I was on the... Pro- um, I had... I'm... I was planning for it. Okay. So okay. Uh, I was just in the hive, just okay. trying to yeah, conjure yeah. up a plan on how That's this is going to work out for the future of the company. So That's great. we do have milestone that we need to reach um, and we do have um, uh, things that we need to accomplish mm-hmm. um, and uh, margins to hit. Um, and I think in that way, we I could get everyone in the team accountable mm-hmm. uh, on some sort that, okay, mm-hmm. We need to get 10 weddings every single month. You guys mm-hmm. don't forget, okay? Yeah, yeah. And this is, that's kind of like the um, the goal that we're trying to do. And then um, since we have the studio, we want to, you know, how can we make more money uh, mm-hmm. with this one and provide value to uh, people at the same time? Sure. Um, and we want to add that uh, space to be rent out for people that wants to do a podcast, mm-hmm. do a... Yeah. Uh, you know, a photo shoot. Sure. Um, so they could rent that one out um, anytime they want. And we could do photo shoot there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're just adding all of these ideas and trying yeah. to make 
uh, make it a reality. Yeah. Yeah. Make it the reality. And just kind of like taking action. How many people are on your team? Uh, There's. Oh. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) Jinx. So right now, 10. There's 10 of us. Wow. Wow. Amazing. How soon did you start growing your team? Like, how. Like you started off by yourself for a bit. Like how soon did you realize you wanted to kind of? I was very grow? patient with this. I just, I, I was not really focused in that. Mm-hmm. I was just focused on building relationship, and I think people see, uh, the results. Mm-hmm. Once you tell to people and you t- let them know about your plans, mm-hmm. and I told them that um, I'm trying to do this uh, uh, company and I want to be able to create a home for creatives like us. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know a space where we could all grow together and they love the idea it's just up to me to prove that you know i can create that space for them so as soon as they see that it happened and i'm rigorously working towards that path Mm -hmm. um they were more inclined to join and to be like this guy means business Mm -hmm. he's not kidding i'm not (laughs) kidding (laughs) so they they jump on board and um i'm very fortunate with the talented people in mm-hmm. the team uh one of them sh- shoots for big artists um okay shout out to chris vergara by the way um and kevin riotica yeah. <laughs> um fernando shera a lot of this great individuals That's that awesome. just like us yeah mm-hmm. love their craft and they don't want to give up on it no yeah. matter how hard it is mm-hmm. you know so that's the type of people that that the company have attracted and I'm very blessed to have them in the team because that's, that's kind of like my value, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love my craft. I love yeah. what I do. And I will stop for no one in pursuing it, you know. Yeah. So I'm so proud of you. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. So proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. That is so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice could you give other creators looking to begin working in the wedding or videography industry? Mm. <laughs> I know. It's probably so much. Yeah. <laughs> advice. Um, or advice that you wish you were given before maybe mm-hmm. you try to pursue this. Okay. Well, first of all, is taxes. Yeah. <laughs> you're not getting uh, paid W-2s now. So now you're going to start doing W-4s. So I yeah. guess that's yeah. one good advice. But uh, in terms of the creative arts of it, find your style. Mm-hmm. find what you are good at mm-hmm. and um, do not copy uh, you know uh, yeah. others mm-hmm. don't be fixated on copying others mm-hmm. um, I think the best approach to it is you know take everyone's styles and compile them as yours and mm-hmm. because you're kind of like the melting pot sure yeah. you know so all of those styles that you like kind of like you know uh, sort them out and do it do a checklist of each one if you think you're already um good on this jump into the next one and so on and so forth and don't rush the process yeah just let it flow um and you know be be true to yourself no matter how hard the the path might might be mm-hmm. it the analogy that i will tell you is like uh, it's like a tsunami right Tsunami before, uh, you know, it crashes everything in its path. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a destructive force. Right. But then once the dust settles and, you know, the waters are gone and, you know, um, 
everything is uh, back to normal, you'll see all of this debris of crashed, but mm-hmm. um, it creates a new. Yeah. It's a new fertilizer for the soil to grow. People get together and help and yeah. um, uh, create a new, uh, new, st- um, new fruitful, you know, yeah. outcome. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I guess it's like a new start, new, new beginning. start, new beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you're feeling that it's hard and you want to quit, I think that's the best time that you want to push the gas pedal and just be patient. Um, and I like where your core value is here. You're a Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. So I am a Christian myself. Sure. So when things like that happen, it gets really hard. I kind of, um, the anxiety, I put it upon a higher power mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that I don't really worry about it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I could go to the path that I want to go with, with without any anxiety at all. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, that's my advice for the upcoming. I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> this motivational speaker, Kurt. Oh over gosh. Here. <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is amazing. That's awesome. Um, I just love how your your perspective on everything seems. First of all, I can tell where you're a great dad, and you're gonna be yeah. like an even better dad as time <laughs> goes on. Like to have it's a son, right? Yes. You have a son. Um, to have your son like be able to come to you, and you have this like such a. Yeah wonderful perspective on life and work and family and all the things like how beautiful it's going to be for your son Mm -hmm. to like actually hear all this from you um yeah because sometimes I feel like um it's hard to be to really tell what's on your heart but you seem like somebody who is like I'm an I can tell you whatever I'm an open book and I will tell you things to help you and Mm -hmm. I just love that I think that's so great thank you I appreciate it you're gonna be just such a great yeah, moving forward, <laughs> even though you, you are, I tell you're a great one. Now. I appreciate I love it. it. I think that's so special. I mean, the heart is uh, to serve, right? Service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, that's literally what I'm trying to uphold the value mm-hmm. at its mm-hmm. highest peak. So yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job, Kurt. Thank cheers, you, to thank you. Cheers to that. Cheers, <laughs> cheers, cheers. Water, <laughs> water cheers. Meg. Cheers, Meg. Wow, look at us. You know, water. at the very beginning of this podcast, I was kind of uh, nervous. Oh, we now, were. you know, you're right. It kind of fade away. Doesn't after it? A while. You don't yeah. forget. Yeah. It's it. even like being recorded. You're just having yeah. a conversation, and it honestly helps to like get these deep, fun conversations yeah. out of you mm-hmm. that you probably wouldn't normally have. But mm-hmm. it like forces you to just connect with people. Yeah, yeah. like it's so well, great. And like I said, you're inspiring. Oh, people thank you. hearing, but hearing that though, you have. There's probably so many people you're going to have an impact on. Oh, wow. Yeah. Which yeah. is Thank also you. just crazy to think about. Yeah. You have all these thoughts in your head <laughs> mm-hmm. and stories and experiences, and then you're out here sharing them. And exactly. Well, I'm a beaten man, you know. I've, I've seen a lot. And I think <laughs> yeah. if I tell you a, a complete version of the story, you'll see, you'll see um, uh, the scars that I have in my life to get to this point where I'm at right, right. now. Right. So it's it's harder to be kind and it's easier to be you know uh, aggressive mm-hmm. yeah. and um i think it's a testament to a character that i have because i've gone through all of these hurdles mm-hmm. that allowed me Makes to stronger be mm-hmm. stronger yeah. uh, and be outspoken and mm-hmm. um be a light mm-hmm. allow people to shine as they that. are supposed to be mm-hmm. um and that's a mission and that i because I wish someone could have been there for me when I was going through certain things. Yeah. Certain things yeah. You know, and life so. is too short. Like, I think th- 
and I, I'm never somebody who's like, okay, just because I'm going to be 25 or I'm going to be 30 or 40 or whatever, like still put that self, your, your best self out there and try to help encourage people. Mm -hmm. And I think some people live their lives and they get to a certain age and they are like, I wish I would have done that. Or I wish I would have spoke my truth at like an earlier point Mm -hmm. in my life or whatever that looks like for them. And it's like, you can, you just, it it is hard to put yourself out there. Um, but I think it helps so many people. Yeah, and when since, you actually just speak on certain. Since you know. we're also in the realm of like social media and the mm-hmm. reach is uh, a factor, mm-hmm. right? Uh, people, we're always like um, in a space where we're seeing others people work, and mm-hmm. it's easy for us to feel down about ourselves because mm-hmm. we're not really at our peak yet, right? Right. So um, we become envious mm-hmm. at times, and um, if if you start to become envious towards others, it, it's you're kind of uh, hurting yourself more. Hundred percent. So yeah. you want to have like a, a a fortitude of of you know how you could defend yourself from those kind of right. um, forces that's in play. And that yeah. goes back to kind of what you said about like not copying or getting just getting inspiration from pe- mm-hmm. from people and realizing that you're on your own path and take what you have learned from all these other creatives that you've either met or that you just follow or whatever and realize that everyone's going through their own thing and like you just can't be so hard on yourself Mm -hmm. and envious of maybe what you see their success being it's like no the more you focus on creating rather than consuming i think that's huge yeah very very huge um let's see what other questions can we I mean, he's just led this conversation like really? he has. <laughs> Every question, it's like, oh, he's talked about that. Okay, let's see here. Um, oh, here's kind of like um, a fun one. Mm-hmm. What do people misunderstand about you most? Like, is there anything that you feel like they misunderstand? Yeah, you know? they, 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 some, some people think I'm intimidating. Really? What? Yeah. I never would have got that. Well, the but first, I, guess, I guess I could see it. Like the, the first impression, I guess, would well, okay, he's intimidating. Like, you know, um, oh, don't want to talk. It's that bun. It's got to be that bun. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. But that's that's one big thing. Like, um, so I would walk in a room and, um, uh, you know, because whenever I walk in a room, I try to just uh, see what other people are doing and mm-hmm. I'm just being me. I'm just, mm-hmm. yeah. okay. Um, but some people are intimidated. Maybe it's because you're confident in who you are. I was yeah, going to say, maybe. when I first met you at the wedding, mm-hmm. I was like, this guy knows what he's doing. But I wasn't intimidated. It, mm-hmm. You were confident. Like, you weren't cocky at all. Like, like no, I just, I was like, he all. knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a great day. Yeah. Did so, you guys see the video, yeah. by the way? No. no? Oh, my yeah. gosh. I have to share it to you guys okay. so you could see it. Yeah, but it was beautiful. I'm dying to see. I was actually inviting them in the studio to do a showing of the, oh, fun. the thing. Oh, that's yeah. so sweet. Turned out to be great. Okay. They went know. to the studio and did it? No, they no? didn't. They, okay, okay. Um, they were way too far, so I just sent them the, That's awesome. I love the that. video. So but cute. I'm excited yeah. for you guys to see they it. Were such a oh, sweet that's couple. a fun thing to offer, like a show. Yeah. Yeah. Of it's right? like a movie premiere. Studio? Yeah. That like is so premiere. fun. And we have like coffee machines there, mm-hmm. so like I could make them espresso with hearts. Stop it, Kurt. <laughs> with hearts. I'm telling you, visit. Oh my gosh. Dude, I I've, did you do like a I'd little H and T, like little Tina <laughs> and Tony? I know how to make a latte oh my gosh. with swivels and heart 
and it took me a while to I just get. bought an espresso machine. It's like oh, getting gosh. shipped. I'll, oh, it's <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's shipped. not here yet. Because I would have, oh, I'll make you guys a you. cup of coffee with it's hearts tough. in there. Because I wanted, to, <laughs> I wanted to practice that. I'm like, I love coffee, and honestly, my coffee these days has been just not good in the morning. I'm like angry <laughs> oh, about it. I'm like, gosh. it doesn't even taste good. I need to like learn. Because then I need to wake up and be like, I'm gonna make this. It just. It's a whole ritual for me. Since you're having an espresso machine, you're going to look forward to making your coffee every yes, single day. Exactly. And you're even going to ask your husband, oh, you want some coffee? Yes. No, you want coffee. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just like offer And it. I do like, I, I grind my own be like beans and everything. Mm. Like I do, I love the ritual of it. And I just have, I have French press and I use that. And I do mm. have like a stovetop um, espresso machine, but I've had it for years. I'm like, it's time for an upgrade. Mm. And the, the milk frother, I'm like, oh, Yes. We're gonna make some little hearts. There's, it's, <laughs> I can't wait. It's actually harder than it looks. Like people oh, make it so easy yeah, and reels on Instagram, I and know. like, how do you I do know. this? So yeah. I get so infuriated at the very beginning of this yeah. that I'm like, how do you guys make it look so easy? Oh, it's about the consistency of the froth. Oh, okay. Um, it's about. Like I want to learn that. The way you yeah. use swivel and yeah. how, there's techniques and. Dang, this is a whole. I so I dedicate like ten minutes out of my day mm -hmm. every single morning to just do oh my lattes. Gosh. See, love that. And it just expanded mm -hmm. into like, oh, I could do this now. Yeah, and especially cool. because yeah. I work from home and I am at my computer a lot of the time, or I'm mm -hmm. I, I work here a lot, like in my um, dining room, just prop up my computer because there's more natural light and stuff mm -hmm. in here. But still, I'm like. No, this is my office, and I want to make it feel so exciting when I'm like, okay, I got my 10-minute time where I make mm -hmm. my coffee, and it's perfect, and then I sit down, and rather than just like, got this crappy cup of yeah. coffee. And, <laughs> <laughs> so that's so great. I yeah. love that. I told her that because I was like, oh, do you want anything from Starbucks or Dunkin'? If Kurt wants anything, I'll go pick it up. She's like, no. And then I get over here, and she's like, wait, you said he likes coffee? And I said, yeah, I think so. She starts grinding some beans. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Speaking I, of coffee, why don't we, uh, yeah, just, I want to have press. one. You can have it. It's oh, not yeah. that great. I have, another, have I have a video of you doing that again. You were just, like, walking around the kitchen talking. And I'm like, this girl, this girl and her oh coffee gosh. beans. It's right in that cabinet, Kurt. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or, I don't know which one you're doing. Did you see him? Okay. <laughs> Let's try your uh, French. Oh gosh, uh, it's it's press. cold. It's cold now. I'm embarrassed. Coffee is coffee. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> what a great great host. Oh, we love it. We love a little coffee. <laughs> I just I do. Um, I started drinking coffee in college mm. because we all need to. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> Hazelnut. This is beautiful. <laughs> it's got a little coconut. Um, yeah. I could taste the coconut there. Yeah, it's yep. like a you know an Aldi specialty. We love it. Oh uh, <laughs> um, no, I do want to I do want to like make it more of a ritual because it started off that way, and I feel like I need something simple, but mm -hmm. that Roman will like too because he's not very much into the ritual. But I'm like, no, 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 we can't just have like a coffee maker that like you just put a cup in and it it's done. Like I need yeah, it needs to yeah. Be an experience an experience. Yeah. So and he likes espresso. Like he'll just have like a little espresso shot. So it'll be easy for him, but um, how about you guys? What what the uh, what does people um, misunderstood about you the first time they meet you? Oh God! Great question. Who would have thought of that? Right? <laughs> <laughs> I need um, to think. I'm like thinking about work. Mm -hmm. What people misunderstand about me? I think people um, don't see me as like um, 
sometimes maybe maybe the perspectives change a little bit, but I think before I was kind of just like a um, people saw me as just like oh she's just like you know a, a she likes art and she's this, but they didn't take me seriously. Mm. I think as like a like actually like somebody who has a passion that can make it happen. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's so much like a, a stereotype or like misunderstanding now, but I know in the beginning, I just think people thought I was like less capable of making something happen. Mm-hmm. And then it just takes me to show them that, I don't know. You know what I'm just trying yeah. to say here? It's no, kind of like, no, no, it's, it's, I think I come off as just like a very kind of girly girl. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm actually kind of more like. It's a huge um, issue for, a fight. for <laughs> women in general. Yeah. Like, um, I noticed that women are not uh, taken seriously in mm-hmm. terms of the creative arts. Yeah. And yeah. it's because I have a friend that also voiced the same concern. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, that. She knows she could do it. She knows mm-hmm. she have the capability of doing so mm-hmm. and creating good photo, but mm-hmm. no one is really taking her seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think one part of it is merit. You know, mm-hmm. you need to have merit under your belt that mm-hmm. it's undeniable for people to, like, well, let me just show you what other people are saying. Right. I really need to speak. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. so, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. that here I am. Exactly. Yeah. So once once you get to that point, I think, at that point, you don't even have to talk because right. I have like one huge oh, shout out to Marie Trancoso. I, I remember love you this, mentioning her. I think love oh, this yeah. woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is amazing. She's mm-hmm. like um, uh, one of woman figure that I know that I look up to because mm-hmm. she's just she's just true to herself mm-hmm. and sure. people love. She would go to a wedding, right? And she would just have this old school digital camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are like, oh, we paid you thousands of dollars for this wedding. You're using no, like, mm-hmm. and then yeah. there's like a yeah. film inside. And uh, in in her uh, head, I could only imagine, right? She's probably thinking, just watch. Oh, yeah. Like, just you <laughs> just wait watch, and see. Just you wait and see. I think it's a constant hurdle. Even in, when I did interior design, I was in an industry or where I was working was all male designers and Mm. they were much older than me and so I kind of like walked in there and I was like I don't know it's just a it's just an energy that you're they're like oh like I don't know kind of treat you like not that I like it it was fine it was never like super disrespectful but it's just kind of like I know exactly it's just a weird feeling and I'm like why don't they think I'm like I can do this you can do this yeah and I think the confidence is where like it just took confidence for myself mm-hmm. to build that confidence and finally I feel like in the last year um, I've definitely been more at a place where like hey I'll show you like just yeah. just do this mm-hmm. so I'm definitely in a more confident place now but I definitely think in the beginning it just was like a um, yeah people just not taking me yeah. seriously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I would say the same thing but for my full-time job at the architecture firm we have projects we have to go to like construction sites and most of the time it's me and a coworker. And me and her will go, and it's construction, so mm-hmm. it's pretty much all guys. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much. Like, I'm still just learning about construction, but it is so intimidating. Yes. And, I and you this. ask a question or you make a suggestion, and you just, like, have this feeling in your gut. You're like, 
you we know they're going to like think something about us or yeah, think we don't know what we're talking about. And it's frustrating. I mean, there hasn't really been a bad experience, but going into meetings like that, there's always that like feeling you have where you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, they're probably not going to take me seriously or they think I have no idea what I'm talking about, but it's, yeah. I don't know. I, I know exactly. What you, it, it's definitely it's a, a construction site. Very competitive, yes. um, especially in the workforce. If it's predomin- predominantly uh, male, yeah. right? Um, there's this uh, oh, masculine energy mm-hmm. that yes. surrounds that space. Mm-hmm. And even me, I could feel that tension it's, whenever I'm in a space where it's yeah. all guys. It's intimidating. You know? And I'm, it's like, who's going to be bigger? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Literally. So um, in that kind of space where I'm... I'm seeing a lot of different opinions and ideas coming yes. together um usually the person who is the most outspoken um is the one that but you know males are very logical in the way that they think so whoever mm-hmm. wins the logical argument yeah that's where the ideas fall mm-hmm. through um but it takes a certain vigor and mm-hmm. confidence for you to deliver the idea mm-hmm. so and that very emotional be. so i feel like that's um, just yeah. i don't yeah. know if it's just a woman thing but like I'm an extremely emotional <laughs> woman. So I feel like I definitely act out of more emotion. Mm-hmm. And um, that, I think, can sometimes be thought of as weak. You know what I mean? And it's like, no. like no, I, have such a, I can see such a greater picture and I have such a passion. Mm-hmm. But yes, I act out of emotion. I can get emotional because I'm passionate about something. Mm-hmm. And I just want to shake somebody you know, yeah. and tell them that this is important. And this is why. Yeah. But I don't know how to explain it. Like, I need it. I don't know. Yeah. So, and I will say the other thing with being at in design and architecture, I know this has nothing to do with photos, but um, I got this job right after graduation. And so I had an internship, but it was right during COVID. So I didn't get much experience. And then going into this new job, there's been people who have been there for 10 plus years or five plus years. And I was the youngest one. Mm-hmm. And so... I mean, later on, like a year later, I had like a coworker say, you should really like start standing up for yourself. Like if we're in a meeting about design or if like someone says this about your idea, like you can stand up for yourself. Mm -hmm. You don't have to like just listen and go with what they're saying. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like with that, people think I'm not confident in things, which Mm -hmm. I will admit I'm not, but, um, (laughs) I think just being like in that industry, just being younger, it's mm-hmm. it's so hard to stand up for yourself. I don't know. No, I no, I, I do agree, and this is why I didn't want to work in a corporate environment. Yeah, it's because there's a lot of politics that's going on, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's just annoying sometimes mm-hmm. because you have to uh, you have to get through this person, and this person have yeah. a higher authority, so therefore yes. this person yes. would feel like they could do whatever they want and. They could get get away with things. Yes. I hated it. I know. You know, I and know. I didn't want to ever be in that space again where people are dictating how certain things would be. And mm-hmm. I would like to have my own. Okay, just um, I want to be able to help the way that um, I think is be- uh, beneficial for them. Because mm-hmm. some 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 uh, people in a higher position, it's ego trip, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's literally just because they could do the yep. things that they they could do because they're in a higher position that they will do it. Yeah. Right. Just to satisfy that that feeling of yep. like, yes. oh, I'm above you. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And when I left and that's kind of like where everything started to fall correctly in its path. So so when I left um my nine to five and I just started doing 
of video for a living, I know that I need to, to work on marketing. I need to learn more about it. So I, I put myself out there as a marketing, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, person that could help them with marketing in mm-hmm. whatever means. And one of the, uh, one of the successful company I've worked with is called Felicious. Okay. They were interviewed by NBC Chicago because of how great their their aesthetic and marketing Whoa. campaign was. So I'm kind of like flattered. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I work for <laughs> exactly. that company. It's it's all me, baby. Yeah. You know, that's that's where it all came name. from. Say my name. Say my name. Yeah. So like from from there. From their uh, menus to their marketing, their website, yeah. uh, training their employees. So my work truly shined because they allowed me to. Yeah. Yes. That's the beauty about Give company. people the freedom to just do it. Do it. Well, and show and them that's what you the got. thing with like design or even photo and video. It's all creative and creative just comes with opinion. So mm-hmm. you can present something bunch of people have their own opinions but then it goes to someone higher up and just they think because they're yes. higher up they have the say but mm-hmm. it's just all opinion based yeah. which is mm-hmm. frustrating yeah. at times but i don't know to and get that stamp of approval you're only, sometimes you're catering to like that one person in charge yeah. and like there could be so many other people that would be like oh i prefer that one over this yeah. one you know yeah. So. yeah that's why being a business owner now and being in the position of of power um towards and you know putting food on other people's plate yeah uh, it's a huge honor uh, mm-hmm. for me to mm-hmm. be able to be in this position where I, okay um i could make a difference on someone's mm-hmm. lives but i i'm very careful mm-hmm. in threading and mm-hmm. how i how i um manage them and how i should go for it in this this path mm-hmm. because i know that um uh, there are consequences to the decision right. and action that I right. will be doing. Right. Yeah. And I need to figure out what those are and set them mm-hmm. up for success because mm-hmm. I want them to succeed. If they shine, yeah. then the company shines. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. That's that's the that's, that's the goal. one thing that people don't understand. It's like people in a higher power just, like I said, they cater in their own needs to feel superior than others. Mm-hmm. But there's mm-hmm. no glory and, and honor in that. Mm-hmm. There's just yeah your stuff that you're satisfying but doesn't really you know um it comes back to that selfish mentality yeah you know, like and what we were talking about in the very beginning kind of just that like i need to be more or yeah. i want to be on like top and i want to be this and that and it's like come on let's like yeah let's even yeah. out the allow, yeah allow allow, allow, allow people mm-hmm. to shine and then if what their idea proves to be in all boards mm-hmm. let, let's say it it makes sense mm-hmm. and it is a good idea um it in in all criteria mm-hmm. there's no reason for people to say no right um and if they allow that idea to put forward i think it would help the company it would uh, this place is going to be a better yeah. space you know you know uh, overall yeah well said well said. <laughs> well, well, well said. Do you well, well the next said. one? Whatever you um, think. Do you want to do maybe the... This one? Yeah. Okay, Kurt. What is the biggest challenge you're facing in your role or business or project right now? Mm. And how are you tackling it? Um, the espresso. The espresso. Yeah, definitely <laughs> the, perfect the espresso. Latte. The perfect latte really <laughs> makes it. <laughs> so wait, wait. There's, there's a couple of pointers here. You said business and... Either 
your business as a whole, your role in your business, or a specific project or something you are working on or have been working on? So I always have this principle that my uncle always told me. He was in the military. Mm -hmm. Good preparation, avoid bad performance. Beats beats at any time. Mm -hmm. Beats talent, you know, or or, um, good ideas. So um, for me... Uh, I try to look at the business. Um, um, I try to run with the principles of business, mm-hmm. marketing and sales, operation and finance. Mm-hmm. And each one of them, I need to plan for for each one of them. And so that that's why, you know, we got the studio, mm-hmm. but our launch is March 18 because mm-hmm. we have that January, February, sure. and March to be yeah. able to, you know, work on things. Um, so... Uh, I prepare myself for the marketing and uh, we're trying to vamp uh, vamped up the uh, social media presence in that in, in so that you know we're well equipped when we launch yeah we're having Chamber of Commerce come in so that they could write some press release mm-hmm. for the company mm-hmm. and garner more attention operational wise we're trying to figure out okay so after the wedding who's shooting it and how do we manage this in the most effective way possible mm-hmm. um and um finance is also i want to uh, make sure that i'm looking at it uh beginning of the month end of the month mm-hmm. so there's a lot of principles in place it's hard because when you are a solopreneur at the very beginning you are all of those three mm-hmm. yeah and those marketing and sales operational and finance that's a triunion of business you look at the highest, best business that you could look out there, mm-hmm. um, Google, mm-hmm. um, Facebook, Apple, Nike, they all have those three. Right. And it branched off like a tree. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, but they always have those three. Those are foundations of, uh, of business. So I try to, you know... Have I, I the have balancing my, is difficult. Yeah, it's yeah. difficult because I need to be here. I need to be here. It's easy for me to get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. So I just try to categorize it mm-hmm. and I try to put it in One step at a time type of thing. Exactly. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of the same way. It's like making sure you're not dedicating too much time to the one thing, but like creating that balance within your life and within your business so then you can be succeeding Succeed, yeah. in the end. And it's mm-hmm. like you really do need to dedicate that set time to each little thing mm-hmm. um, so that they all work together and thrive. And it's just hard to keep the balance mm-hmm. constantly, you know? And one but, big part of it is also luck, you know? Yeah. So it, it, funny thing is if you're consistent with your approach in your life and you are true to who you are, um, that's an investment to, uh, you know, to yourself. You will see people that just come from like three years ago wants to be a part of the company mm-hmm. and wants to help you out. But... Um, never really thought because they're like three years ago I've known them way back and I thought they forgotten about me or anything right, right. but then um, they they see my Instagram and they see that you're being true to yourself and yeah. and you made them a promise and you, you uphold that and oh I thought you were not serious about this whole thing and now that you're doing it like wow like I want to be a part of this so people actually just want to jump on board right. so that's that's luck, I guess, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, and trust, I guess, and, those people. Like, they're trusting you. Yeah. And trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it's. I think that's pretty much it for the hurdles that I go through in, in the business. But 
there's nothing really that I can't overcome. Um, I always put myself in that position because I'm seeing people suffer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you're in that light, when you're seeing everyone around you doesn't have any... You know, when I was in the Philippines, I used to do the thing with the rice just oh to... In, in like uh, the, it's hot like oh, 100 yeah, degrees yeah. and my neighbors and us too when we're uh, I was living there mm-hmm. our breakfast is a coffee <laughs> with rice in it no. and you eat it while you're oh, drinking really? Really? And some, that like that's common? very common oh and then some some people they would eat rice with soy sauce and some salt and maybe vegetable oil and that's their dinner. So if I've seen that and I've seen that struggle, I mean, how redundant those worry of mine, you know, to I mean, food are be are are, um, I, I'm eating good, mm-hmm. better than majority of people around the world. Who am I to complain about the struggles that I'm facing now when other people are even struggling to even eat? That's that's amazing. I think think growing up in the U.S. all my life, and honestly, within like the same... Pizza's here again! Pizza! (laughs) (laughs) Um, Within the same, like, um, we've moved towns, like, from where um, my husband and I grew up, but there's a lot that I haven't seen. And it just, when I talk to people that have come from, like, a different upbringing, spoiled and um, blind a lot of America can be to what goes on outside of America like even the poorest of poor here uh, can sometimes still be just nothing compared to what's out there and that we haven't seen and but you know what sometimes the people that have that life in other countries are still extremely happy and they have a vibrancy about them and I think we're just so let me tell you why. It's just so bad that we're so greedy in that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just it, sickening. It's it's your um when you have less, you're more happy because there's less for you to worry about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you have more you're not a child, like you're your kids. Yeah. When you have more, it's like there's a lot for you to like to to manage. Mm-hmm. And Oh my God, bill is up. I need to make sure that um, I'm paying this and this and that. But if you live in in a third world country and your food is literally in your backyard, you can just pick freshly, you know, raised tomato and you, and and they have like four dogs and it's a simple life. They don't really have lots to worry about. But over here, we worry about the most stupid things like. Yeah, like people are mad for no reason sometimes. Like, uh, a noise. Someone didn't move at the stop. Like they yeah, yeah, like. like and they were at the stop sign. And <laughs> oh my gosh, how did they not fly through that stop sign? Nobody. Right? Like, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's like, I just so much admire like the perspectives of people that have come from like a different upbringing. And I'm constantly learning. Um, mm. It's just crazy that I've just, there's so much out there Finest of finest, yeah. like some of these places that have these resorts, and you're kind of like, 
Well, what's around that? It's, I don't know. It's just yeah. like, oh my goodness. It's like yeah. people's just, their status is just beyond. Yeah. Well, so that, that. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm just thinking of your son and how mm-hmm. you're going to be raising your son with that outlook. Mm-hmm. That's my mission. Yeah. Um, I don't want him to think he's better than anyone or he's um, up there. Yeah. You've never seen life and how it could throw you around. Mm-hmm. So make sure you, you just, um, you you don't want to act high and mighty, you know. And and don't I I want that to be a personal mission of mine mm-hmm. for for him to, not, um, not looked at himself and. Mm-hmm be too overly proud um there are times where life is gonna pull you down and everything that you thought you are you know sadly not yeah. what you think you are and it's gonna be devastating for you mm-hmm. so uh you know I, I actually want him to travel with me uh, i want my family to travel every single year mm-hmm. and with a mindset to see how people live and how things could be even worse or different than us. Oh gosh, glad you asked. Well, first off, my my personal agenda: I want to be able to visit um, e- Egypt, oh, see the pyramid, because I feel like um, there's a lot of history. history and things that we don't know about that place. It's fascinating. Like it's a lost civilization. Um, that that actually, uh, there's a there's a lot of scholars that saying that the pyramid is actually um, a, a powerhouse where it's actually a, a powers uh, a whole city, mm-hmm. uh, and we could never rule out how they are able to make that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we definitely know so little about our history because we don't have trail marks of how um how the civilization occurred and maybe people that uh maybe the places that used to be fruitful are now in the desert somewhere you know covered by all of the sands so and some you see civilization from other countries it's it's a fascinating uh, place for uh i just want to see it because i'm in marvel of like the structure and how how we are able to do that at us. And how different like things could have been at the time where it was thriving. Like, yes. Oh, that's just crazy how that was like a whole different life, a whole different like you don't even think that that's the same world as mm-hmm. what we live. I mean, it's not, but you know what I'm saying? It's like how different um, countries and parts of the world like have their peak or downfall, or maybe they have their peak again at some point. It's really crazy. And you know what's the most interesting place on earth? tell you why what we're going through in terms of civil discourse and everything that uh as a society um they've already gone through it Mm -hmm. they they are the most civilized human on planet earth Mm 
meaning they've already had uh, internal conflict warfare within their country when we're just trying to, you know, we're just uh, the other, the rest of the world are just trying to figure out a sustainable way to to live. And maybe in part of Europe where, um, you know, the era of Babylon and, and uh, the fight that's happening between Persia and all of that is happening, yeah. for them, they've already went past that and already building virtues and structure um, that is ahead of that yeah. current fight that they are going through. So the rest of the world is still fighting them. They're trying to work in harmony and how to sustain right. it. And at the same time, like they're, um, the way they look at life is um, very sustainable. In, in, you know, there's this word, it's called ikigai. And ikigai means um, uh, a sense of purpose by movement. So it's, there's different component of ikigai. It's, it's like what you love, what, uh, what you do for work, what your passion is, and what you can contribute in the world, all encompassing one. And that's why people there have longevity. They, they work as a sushi chef and they do that for the rest of their life and they're contented, they're happy. And, you know, when you are happy doing what you love, you, you increase um, probability of longevity. And they're also very artistic in the way that they do things. And it's just such an interesting... No, that's okay. Um, so he was at the big, like that's he the was in a big city, yeah, mm-hmm. but he was just like, it is so clean. The streets are super clean. They're so surprised by me. There's much greenery everywhere. Like they just really love and respect uh, where they are in their, their city and everything around them. And he was just amazed by that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's hard as a foreigner. You go there, it's hard to work there, mm-hmm. or find job, or make a living there, mm-hmm. because they have this saying that. Whichever the nail that stick out, uh, they they hammer it back in. It's just like level. I don't know. If I gotta show you guys a, a sample. Well, like they don't want to wreck what they're going for, right? Like Whoever stands out, yeah. So yeah. if you are a foreigner and you stand out, they put you back in your place. Mm-hmm. So it, it's kind of like that sense of collectiveness and like. Um, they don't want you to think highly of yourself. So that's why there's a lot of suicides there um, because of that specific uh, thing. Um, there's pros and cons in different society and the dynamic that they, you know, um, uh, when, when they did the treaty, um, World War II, everyone is given a chance to how, how people would act a certain way. And there's, I forgot what, well, uh, what you call it, um, but in United States we have that too. In Russia they have that too. In China they have that too. Japan, all around the world, they have this this um, uh, this rules on how people should act in a certain environment and as a country, sure. and that's kind of like um, for them 
that's kind of like the structure of how they have put um, their country in terms of how things are supposed yeah, to move. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely a con. I don't want to be in a space where like, oh, you're sticking up. Yeah, it, yeah. You know, they put you back to your place. <laughs> it's very, yeah. yeah. This is so wonderful. Honestly, um, such an inspiration to talk to you. This is, I cannot wait for the people that are going to listen to this because it's just, it's a breath of fresh air. Is it Her different? Oh my God. Thank <laughs> you. Definitely. It's been amazing. Thank you. I appreciate. I'm I'm honored to be here uh, as well. So yeah, you need to come back. Definitely, there's more definitely. Yes. I love that. This is so That's awesome. Where can everybody find you? I know you mentioned it earlier, but like, where are some things that are up and coming that you want either people to follow or connect with you? Um, just shut yourself out a little. All right. Well, um, you can find me on my Instagram, uh, Kurt the Barbarian. That's my main page. Uh, the company is The Keylight Media. Uh, so feel free to look at our site and um, see if I could help you with anything in terms of commercial or corporate filmmaking um, and also uh, weddings. If you're going through uh, um, all of those events in your life, um, I'm, I'm a trustworthy guy. So like, you know, give me your money. I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, uh, let us know your story, and uh, we'd love to cater and tell your story to the world. Honestly, it's just I don't actually know. I just <laughs> thought it was catchy, it's so it's <laughs> yeah, it was catchy. So I'm like, I, um, I just went with it. That's great. But uh, well, with that, we have a good vibe mm-hmm. today that Kurt has prepared. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna try to say it on, on three, three. On three. Uh, I don't know. I need to refresh. Okay. Pressure. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's called Pa'alam. So that's how we say goodbye in the Philippines. Pa'alam. 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 Okay, let's try it. Ready? One, two, three. Pa'alam. <laughs> yes. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you for having me. Wow. Beautiful.